welcome to episode five of Three Piece Set. It's your boy Madrid with me as always. With Nerds and what? Ashton. Sassy. For sure. So, guys, there's been a lot of music coming out lately. Personally, I've been fucking with Hive Mind. It's dope. It's like uh, the internet's newest album. It's following up Ego Death, so their egos died for them to become one. That's Perhaps. Actually, that's actually that's a dope what's concept. That? Yeah, they, I think that they, they kind of. Yeah, that I think makes sense. Yeah, I think they kind of explained it. Because like, after after Ego Death, they each put out their like individual projects, mm-hmm. and all yeah. of them were fuego in their own like right. Like these niggas have been working, dead ass. Like Steve Lacey's project, oh, yeah. tight. Sid, her project, tight. Her vocals, oh my god. Yeah. Angelic. <laughs> well, Heavenly. That, going off that concept with Ego Death, um, when they did all drop their own individual projects, it's like they all got got out what they each wanted to do. So right. I thought, okay, yeah, I make. Cause Sid said I want to make like a more of a pop album, like a, a lot of Aaliyah influence, and that's why. What was her album called? Yeah, Finn. Oh yeah. So like she said, that was that was the vibe she was going for. So now she got that. Out. Okay, cool guys. That's that's reform like Voltron, and you know. Reform like Voltron. Oh, yeah, so. Yeah. I got the reference. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> that's a first. I listen to a lot of '90s rap. I'm sorry. Oh, we can tell. Hey, Voltron's back it's out great. now. Apparently, it's pretty good. Apparently, he's a gay character. That's always exciting. Yo, shouts out to him. How'd y'all feel about it? Have mine or Voltron? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I've never seen Voltron, but I really enjoyed Hive Mind. I didn't think it was as good as Ego Death, but it's like a different feel. It's just more cohesive, I feel like. You don't really notice one person stand out the most. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they're all on the same, like, Hive Mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on Ego Death. It was kind of just Sid, just killing the vocals every single track. Yep. On mm-hmm. um, Hive Mind, they sound more like an actual band. Yeah, they're and legit just, harmonizing they're on songs. It's like, yo, it's not just like Sid in the game. Yeah, yeah. I actually kind of forgot that the internet was the internet, like that they were a group. Cause like, for me, like in the like lesbian community, I guess like she's kind of a big deal. Right. Cause she's really popular, and so like. I knew a lot about her, but I really didn't listen to, like, a lot of their stuff, if that makes sense. So it was just, like, when I did listen to Ego Death, because that's when I was just like, okay. The last album before that, there was, like, a, like Cocaine was really popular, and, like, Purple Naked Ladies. Purple Naked Ladies? Like, that yeah, whole thing. Would, yeah, so, like, it was shit. good, but then it was, like, when Ego Death came out, I was like, okay, I can really get into this album. But I didn't, I forgot they were putting something else out. I haven't listened to it, but I'm excited about it, to hear them as a band. Especially like hearing their little story from when they were with, what was the other group? Yeah, Odd Future. Because I saw them in concert once, which I was not impressed. Yeah. So I was just like, I wasn't <laughs> a fan after that. Thank you once in a while. He shook his head. I was agreeing with you. Thank you. No, I, thanks. Because it yeah. wasn't good at all. And I was just like, I don't understand why they're so popular. I saw Tyler recently. It was pretty lit. But this was, this had to be, when I saw them in concert, it, it had to be like, like years five ago. years ago. Yeah. yeah. It was a long time ago. They were, they like were young. They were shit. Yeah. And like, they had girls throwing money, like, which was nice. I didn't get a dollar, but I saw people grabbing for stuff. And it was, it was like, that was fun. But I really wanted to just see Frank Ocean, because I like how, I like him. 
But everybody like, else I was not a big fan of, and then he didn't show up, and I was just like, this is bullshit. Yeah, like five years ago, I'd say Frank Ocean was like LeBron carrying that team. <laughs> yeah. Really just Frank. So was Tyler team. Wade? Tyler was Wade right before the prime, or right after the prime, I should say. Um, Tyler's doing his own thing now, but Frank Ocean carried them for a long time. Mm. He always has a really good song where I'm just That's like, debatable. I can jam with this for the summer. You think so? Who was listening to Odd Future outside of like... A lot of troubled youth. A lot of, a lot of people. Kids. My sister. There's a well, thing. Outside, outside, outside of troubled youth, youth I, I, Frank really Ocean, have, I really have nothing for it. What's your definition of trouble youth? Whole other genre. He did. Anybody he did. Who thinks, I'm mean, not discrediting Frank, but I'm like, Tyler was putting in the work. He was. But like I'm saying, like to go I mean, to that next level. These niggas had TV shows. Yeah. Yeah, and they were popular. They were probably. They were. I mean, I didn't think they were funny. But it was after the fact of Frank Ocean's success. Yeah, that is true. He was huge. I mean, personally, I still think Nostalgia Ultra is the best thing Frank Ocean ever put out. But that's that's just me. Yeah, I mean, everybody has their favorite Frank Ocean album. Mine's Blonde. But I just feel like... Pink and White song is like that song. Hmm? Pink and White. It is. It's one of my that favorite songs. That song is like, yeah, Blonde okay, is like, thank you for this. I needed this song. Yeah, but I just, I just feel like Frank carried them for a while. No, yeah. I agree with that. Because like, honestly, not, it wasn't until I heard She... That had Frank Ocean on, and I was like, okay, yeah, now I'm, now sign me up, I'm on board. Yeah, and that's not as a discredit to like Odd Future, like they're all good, but they all just weren't. Okay, and they're they're, they're not all good. They yeah, all, I mean, the main some of them are like IPA. I would I would <laughs> I would consider like like different tiers when it comes to like mainstream. Yeah, you would consider that, but like underground, like if you were like listening to underground music, like they all each held their own. Like Domo Genesis, like. Yeah, people were checking for Domo Genesis albums. Still can't get. I, Domo I, I Genesis know that's was coming off the bench. I, I could never. I could never. Like, like, I could like, never get like, a Domo within, Genesis. Like within, like within the crew, there was probably like the only ones who were like weren't that great was like the ones that didn't take it seriously and like like, was, like I, Taco and yeah, Domo like them and then like I, I, I would now. almost say Mike G, but Mike G did have a project with Vince Staples that was pretty slept on. Yeah, for a reason. <laughs> but speaking of Vince, no one knows these people for Vince Staples considers himself like a, a our future cousin so it was like he cause he came up and I saying good choice like, of words <laughs> yeah I just it's it, they're already a very niche group and within that niche there are like sub niches yeah. yeah so it's kinda hard to really stand out you know yeah that's real but that's Frank right. was just like it didn't make to be honest it never really made sense why he was in a group I was like how the fuck it, it was, yeah. was, 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 was he was just like next level yeah, he, was, like, he wasn't singing he was hooks so he wasn't older. really doing yeah like, like it would it would be it, like their yeah. like their song was cool but like Frank Ocean's parts within those songs are just like this is like you remember when like amazing. rap groups had like that one singer and like they would just kind of sing the hooks on like all the rapper songs yeah. but he was like but shout out to untitled hood singers just ghost vocals just hood niggas and hood chicks in the background singing their hearts out shout yeah. out to y'all cause that's yeah. kind of like it seemed like that's what Frank was kind of like and then it's like no I'm finna shine on my own yeah it's and just like, Frank Ocean but Tyler the creator yeah. beats it's like he's like the hook singer yeah. but, like, but, it, but it just happens to be like Frank Ocean Honestly. Who's, who at the same time was writing all these songs for other people yeah. I was just like how yeah. the fuck did they find him like where did they find this no, guy no I from? think they were all recording out of like Sid's dad's house oh, and that wow. was just a collective and they all came together as like yeah we're unconventional black youth and let's come and make music and then the Willow Smith they just made a yeah they just made like this whole collective and they called themselves Our Future. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yep. But kind of getting back to Half Mind. So do you think Half Mind is better than Ego Death? Because for me personally, Ego Death had it's more songs on Ego Death that I would say I like. 
I'm like, like individually. Ego Death was like super approachable for a lot of people. Because yeah. I I heard everybody talking about like, yo, you gotta listen to Ego Death. Mm. I'm like, y'all know who the internet is? And I'm like, yeah, you know, she's alright. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll check it out. What's the vibe to this one? Because I like how, like... And then I, that was something that was kind of different, too, is, like, you have Odd Future... I know I'm going back to it, but... You have Odd Future, who is just, like, this one type of artist, like, group. And then you have the internet, where it was just, like, neo-soul R&B. And it was, like, they really didn't match. It's, like... It, I, I guess you I can you may, because you listen to them, see how yeah. they, like, work with each other or their music work with each other. Have you listened to any of, like, the uh, internet's older shit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But even still, it's still R&B. It's like... It's still R&B, but, but it's would like, you consider, like, Odd Future really R&B? Like... Not really. Just Frank. Yeah. Just Frank. Just Frank. Oh, I can see the influence, though. Is it more... Like, what What I'm asking is, like, what's this vibe like for this new album? Is it, like, I'll R&B, Neo? Like, a little funky, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. more I think like everyone's kind of going towards, like, a funk-type feel anyways. Again, yeah, fact. like a lot of these singles that have been coming out. It's... I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here like for like funky as fuck, and I I love it actually. It's, it's, it's real funky, funky, but I can't do it right. Exactly, they do a good job. You guys grew up on funk music at all? I did. Me too. Yeah. Like we grew up on like a lot of like Bootsy Collins, like yeah, like yeah. all like Rubber Band Man, all that stuff. And it was cool because they all told stories. It was like our version of like country, even though you know we have country, but it's our version of country music in a way because it told a story and they had characters, and it was like you know the best beats. And they can dress oh, up yeah. and be, Incredible. you know, yeah. real eccentric, and it was accepted in the black. Yeah, they're super outlandish. I'm like, yeah. why are y'all, why are y'all giving current kids shit for doing the same thing? Pretty much, yeah. Like, like it's something new. It's not new. They're on drugs. They're dressing weird. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. They're, they're having unprotected the sex. It's literally the same. Shit. Every generation yeah. does it to the generation after them. You got the 80s, 80s to 90s babies. You got 90s Hazel. babies are doing it to the 2000s babies. 2000s are doing it to 2010s. It's 2010s like, are eating Tide Pods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas are wild. Weird. <laughs> They're a different breed. They just live in their life. Y'all are different. But it's just, it's just you like listening, shouts out to you. <laughs> Please stop. Send me some of them Tide Pods, though. I got to do some laundry. Bro. Right. <laughs> tide Pods are expensive. It's like, who got time to eat yarn. those? That's like a whole load of laundry. <laughs> like, that's, well, what you, that's what you're worried about? <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing you're worried about now? <laughs> like, that's... A dollar and five cent worth of laundry that you just ate. Like, that's not cool. I mean, and then, like, poison. Yeah, and then you die. Then, yeah, that. But and then, then you know the poison. <laughs> you know, I feel like if you ate that Tide Pod, then you may have to deal with the consequences. Like, maybe you deserve it just a little that's bit. That's natural selection at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a tiny bit. You deserve to die. Is what it's in Lawson. I'm just saying that's natural selection. If you eat a Tide Pod, who knows what might happen. Speaking of funk... We've been watching a lot of uh, Snowfall lately. I like, watched like the first five episodes. Snowfall. Oh, bro, what? There's been a lot of. Uh, <laughs> I love that show. Wait, why it's did set, you say that? It's set in like '84. That's a lot. Snowfall. Yeah. Yeah. So well, all the music that's playing, it's no like real gangster it's like all, shit. It's, it's like just, all like, '70s. I'm trying to remember music. which one yeah. is Snowfall. It's it's on. It also comes on FX. It's on FX. FX makes sense. Um, yeah. It's a. They had the strain, and I was a big fan of the strain. It's a, before after the second season. It's like they took The Wire and Narcos and combined them into one show. I try to watch Narcos. And the whole crazy part about Narcos uh, is good. It yeah. was oh never it was, mind it was, it was Safario so never mind it's some <laughs> some show I can't pronounce. But but I was trying to watch. The crazy thing about Snowfall is that it's all based on a true story. It's about the life of a uh, Freeway Ricky Ross. Yeah. 
who's the original person of who's who Rick Ross gets his name from. Yeah, he's, Rick Ross. yeah, and then depending on who you talk to, he invented crack. So yeah, it's about his life and how the American government uh sold him cocaine from Nicaragua because they were trying to fund the whole war down there against communism. And nobody was able to fund the war was the Nicaraguans had cocaine. They brought the cocaine to America, gave it to the black people to sell. Black people sell the cocaine. They make the money. Government takes the money, sends the money to Nicaragua. And Nicaragua makes the money off the money they get from selling the cocaine to fund this whole little war. And that's how crack got into the black communities. Conspiracy theory. Oh, it's this one with the palm trees. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was like their thing. Like, every time it zoomed in, it was, like, palm trees. It zoomed out, it was palm trees. Yeah, it's in California with, like, L.A. Wait, this was the one where the boy was, like, he had all the fucking drugs and shit in his book bag and went to the club and opened it up in front of everybody and then got his ass handed to him outside of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got, you just got past that episode. Yeah, can we not? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I think, oh, yeah, never mind. the entire plot of the first six episodes? Thanks for that. Cool. That was only one episode because it's the only one I watched. All right. But I just remember thinking to myself, that was a bad decision. He just made really. You got caught slipping. You get. You can't get caught slipping. You can't, can't be get in the club showing lacking. them the product, all the products. So you can just. You got not a gun on you. Fam. His uncle told me he said you. you ain't built for this shit. No, he ain't. Yeah. Cause that was a stupid decision. He deserved to get his ass beat. You deserve to learn. In that way. Look, I ten out of ten. I would recommend. Again, if you like The Wire or Narcos, you love the show. I'll check it out. You do it. Oh yeah, it's pretty solid. Good soundtrack too. They're like, hour like all that episodes. 80s music. Mm. I'm all about, can't get enough of those drug dealer shows. The black guy's the main character. Speaking of which, I just caught up with Power. You just caught up with Power? Yeah, finally. That's interesting. I the never ultimate nigga show. But this was like season four, right? No. On season five. Okay, I never made it all the way, th- I never made it to the end of season four, but Twitter spoiled everything for me. I was about to say, I can so tell I you know, what happened. So I know, I so I know what's going on. No, yeah. Power is like a shit show. Because the writing was, like, kind of good the first two seasons. Kind, kind of good. <laughs> kind of good. It was enough. And that then, it, it was enough to keep you interested. Yeah. And now, at this point, it's just like, yo, y'all, this is, it's like watching a slow train wreck. Is it like a novella for guys? Isn't that the no. sex every scene? It's, it's a, that's the slow every, train wreck. for women. Not every scene. It's like every <laughs> it's Every episode. Women. Excuse me. should admit to it. Every episode. It's a... Sounds like, like a melodrama. Power did not get good until, like, <laughs> season four. It's called Power. It's like scandal. Something like oh. that. The other ones. But uh, it was just, you're right. It is. It's a fucking mess. Like, yeah. and these niggas are the worst drug dealers I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. And I can never overstate that. Like, are they good, like gangsters? Are they gangsters or drug dealers or power? Like, you never seen power? I never really watched it. Okay. It's about, I watched a couple episodes. I'm like, yeah, this is. It's a about two show. dudes at the top of like this drug syndicate. Yeah, it's one black, one white guy, but a white guy acts black. He's horrible at acting. They're all, like, they're all horrible. No, but like he's really bad. Like <laughs> I only watch scenes sometimes, and I've seen scenes of him, and I'm just like, God, you're really, really bad. Everybody on that show is a bad actor. This is so bad. And I was just like, you can't carry this. Like it's been four seasons. It's funny because they say it's been oh, five seasons, five. and they haven't improved. They, they, what about Tariq? No, what about Tariq? Y'all hate uh, that nigga. He must all, be good at acting. The worst part about, no, acting, is, is, worst part about <laughs> acting is they all got better and they're still all bad. That's the worst part. So why do you watch it? Why do you all watch it, Julie? Invest it. Why? Because it's... Something it's a addic- it. yeah, it's a it's an addicting show. Like I said, it's like watching a slow train wreck. Cause yeah. like, damn, the writing was like kind of okay in the first couple seasons, and then it's just like so. It's a 
it's too much TV shit happen. Like, spoiler. Do, do you ever plan on watching the show? Yeah, I'll be on that TV it won't, shit. You're not spoiling. Okay, it cool. So like in the end of like the first season, second season, Fifty Cent comes back, right? Yeah. Anyway, him and um Omari Hardwick, the character Ghost. Fifty Cent they, was. They have us. a whole. Yeah, he, he's executive producer of the show. It's his show. Yeah, I knew that. Well, I, you know what? I was stupid to ask that question. Of course he's in it. <laughs> so sorry. Puts Go ahead. And everything. So they're having this whole fight in the warehouse. It's actually kind of a cool fight scene for as far as like TV shows go, right? Mm. So Ghost beats his ass, fights him, lights the nigga on fire. Stabs him. Stabs him, lights him on fire, locks him in the building, walks away, right? Somehow in the second season... Second or third season, one of them. 50 Cent comes the I'm fuck back. back. baby. Yeah, it's like, what the I fuck? He comes back in the next, like, two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back. Come on. Just no, like, it's the 50 fuck? fucking Cent. He's but basically a super saiyan. Two things I will say. <laughs> you two can things I, stronger. Two Wait, things I will say about power. That theme song slaps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is hard as hell. It is the bigger-ish town. And 50 Cent, like, he doesn't... Like, I wouldn't even call him a bad actor because he's just being himself out there. It's yeah, crazy it's, yeah. it's like, oh, so this is how 50 Cent was in the street, huh? Or just, okay. This is just 50 Cent in general. This is life. Just, just... Have you seen 50 Cent in anything that 50 Cent's in? Yeah. Uh, Get Rich, Die Trying. He was 50 Cent. Yeah. He's I mean, enough. he wasn't actually, like... I, it's those type of movies that go straight to BET. Like, I'm just... This is like I had a video game. I'm just here for... Yeah, Where he was video. 50 yeah. Cent. Yeah. It's like a uh, G-Unit Desert Storm or some shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Desert <laughs> Storm. That's such a slap in the face. <laughs> no, for oh, real. They was, it was 50 Cent, Lloyd Banks, and Tony Yayo. They were like, they sent them to the they sent them to the desert. No. And they were like shooting like Iraqis and shit. No. Like, oh, I'm dead. So they were like fighting the Taliban or some shit like that. Yeah. This, you like, sent these niggas to the. Okay. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> I'm dead. They had a whole That's so disrespectful. Game. I look. I don't know. It is. For people who no, have family in the military, I'll be like, get slapped in the face. Those, they probably were the ones buying the game. Oh, fuck Probably. Yeah. You know what? You you fifty cent was right. huge. fifty fucking cent. Oh yeah. You know yeah, what? Yeah. I went to a G Unit concert in my <laughs> early years. Yes. You get I was in middle school. We went to a G Unit concert. My mom just dropped us off. Wait, what? Your mom let you go to a G Unit <laughs> yes, concert? Yes, your mom just dropped you <laughs> to a G Unit concert. Did your mother love you? Yeah, nigga, stop. Of course she loved me. It was no, just a bunch of white together. kids there and stuff too. No, it wasn't. It's St. Louis. A whole bunch of niggas. This is before then. Yeah. Really black. Yes, it's really black. So, yeah, so she dropped us. We were in middle school, and she dropped us off. It was me, my sister, and my cousin. And, like, we were, like, bet Ludacris opened. So this can tell you what year this was. <laughs> <laughs> so Ludacris opened, and Mike Jones was there, and Sierra was there. Yes. Yo, this sounds lit as It was, this like, so, my, so like, Ludacris was the best because he was on top of a speaker. Like, it was just him, one hype man, the guy just DJing. And he was short, and he was on top of the fucking speaker, and he was just yeah. getting it the whole time. We were on our chairs, like, every fucking song, we are here for this. All right, is this Afro Ludacris or Braids Ludacris? This is Braids Ludacris. Braids Ludacris. Uh, that, that was a wild man. It's like Braves raw Ludacris. power, but still refined, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was great. I mean, we left when G-Unit came out because we wanted to see Lil Jon and he did not come. They brought out Mace when Mace re-signed with G-Unit. Mm -hmm. So they brought him Windows out. Yes, and we were like, boo, like, fuck you. We don't want to yeah, see you, Mace. Either. You're not with Bad Boy. You're not out there dancing. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? And then... Was this before or after you left Atlanta and became a preacher? This is after he um, became exactly. a preacher. This is yeah, post-preacher Mace? Or this, is, this is the first return of preacher Yeah. Th that's why it was so bad. Like, damn, man, you, you leave the cloth. And you're going to the most gangster. <laughs> oh, they literally shit. call it the gangster unit, my nigga. How you go for... The G stands for gangster. Yeah. We knew we, weren't, we shouldn't have been there. 
because like it was real X-rated. It turned real X-rated real fast. I was just like, that was my first X-rated concert. How old are you? Uh, I had to be like twelve. And define X-rated. Like so, the women were just like shirts off. Like people were just like when the Free camera the panned across the crowd, like they were just doing all types of shit. And we were on top of the chairs. And we were just like, oh, they were just in the crowd. Gina is now coming juice. out. It was just crazy. I was just like, this is a lot for an eleven-year-old. Mom was just like, just call me when y'all ready, <laughs> like for me to come pick you up. <laughs> hey, Drew. He's like, can you come get us? Remember when G Unit came to Savannah? No. Yeah, well, they were on tour and Fifty Cent didn't show up. Oh. Yeah, it's, we had to be like in third or fourth grade. You think 50 oh, right. That's like this, this That's like Yeah, on. and so many people went to that show, and they're like, yeah, so uh, the th- funny thing was, 50 Cent, he was in Savannah. He just didn't go. He just didn't want to do the show. Wow. Yeah. He was like, yeah. He was like, they might try and shoot me. Yeah, so ever since then, I had solid beef with 50 Cent. So I was like, all right, bro. I'm like, damn it. I'm like, I mean, you forget how like at the time you forget how many songs Fifty Cent has. Hey, Fifty Cent with Diamond. Like he he's really good. His first album, his first album with Diamond. I think the massacre sold like five million, and then Curtis. People give Curtis a lot of shit because it lost to uh, Kanye West in graduation. But Curtis, oh wow, that came out on nine eleven. Do you remember when that came out and they made this big deal about it on one hundred six in Park and they were just like, yeah, it's like the biggest thing to ever hit. 9-11, it was like a few years after the Twin Towers. It was just like, I don't Yikes. think that's in good taste to talk about 9-11 in a way of... Not that close to it. Yeah, not that close. Just one of those like, yo, this is the best, this is the craziest shit ever to happen on September 11th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we about to drop on the biggest day. Y'all gonna remember this forever because it was on 9-11. Nothing and I was blown up hotter in New York than this album. <laughs> oh. Oh. Actually, I think, uh, oh, I think Jay-Z's... Uh, <laughs> I think Jay's album Blueprint. I think that came out on 9/11, and he donated uh, the, all of his first week sales. That's classy. To like the uh, victims of 9/11. That's really classy. It's <laughs> it's Jay-Z. It's Jay-Z. Yeah, that's classy. I can't believe that though. That's really disrespectful. Well, I mean, what'd you expect from the niggas who had a game of them fighting the Taliban? In <laughs> Desert I mean, Storm. So do y'all feel like? Do y'all feel like there's there's a good representation of like gangsters and so quote unquote hood niggas. Did you say a good representation? Yeah, of do you, do and you hood feel niggas? like they're being represented well? With rap, me, yeah, with anything. Oh, Menace to Society. Yeah. So perfect example. I watched Menace to Society for like the two hundredth time. Okay, question. A couple of days ago. Did you know that like they were all Crips in Menace to Society? No. I actually didn't. No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pay enough attention. This is really subtle. I did. Yeah, it, it is really subtle. Like everyone's wearing. Everyone wears blue. They all. They, they all wear say what's up. Blue or a uh, uh, purple. Purple. They all say what's up. Low. They all the uh, handshakes are crip, uh, crip handshakes and stuff like that. I didn't know until and they even shot it in one of the projects. Uh, Grape Street, I think Grape Street projects. Yeah, that's why there was a lot of. I hope purple. I'm right. I hope I'm right. Ah, <laughs> right. uh, so your black card is about to get so. Don't quote us it happens in a crip neighborhood. Yeah, everything happens in a crip neighborhood. Specifically, so it's a movie's about crips, and then like the the be- niggas they had beef with, they had, they would drive like red cars and shit. It's like yeah, that's lot, what I know. Buddy pulled shit. up on yeah. him in a red in a bright ass red van uh-huh. with a red bandana on. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, they tell you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but they, they shot the movie in such a way as like if you ain't from the culture. You want you want to understand it. You feel me? If you not, they never said anything about gangs. They never said none of, none of that. So like niggas from LA knew, 
But like, yeah, uh, we from we from fucking Georgia. They we, were showing we streets. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sure this is significant to other in people in Georgia. I mean, now, yeah, yeah but like, like gang culture isn't like an established it's thing in common. Georgia. Um, but like, it's a gang culture been in LA since like the 70s. We had gang culture in Illinois. So like GDs are really big. Yeah, I mean, and then Crips and Chicago. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, well, it's only four hours away, so yeah, it's not like they can't travel. (laughs) Like they can't travel across the state (laughs) with their gangs. So yeah, but GDs were really big, which was like, I don't know. I dated this guy. He was GD, and I was in high school, and I thought I was. How was he? Um, how old was I? I was 17. I think he was 23. That didn't strike you as, like, odd. Yeah, that's that always... He's a dirt I mean... Bag. Like, I always hear about stories like that. He had friends who were still some of my friends, because we all had mutual friends from high school. He was 23 with friends in high school? They graduated. <laughs> <laughs> I had older friends, okay? I'm just... I always hear stories like girls, like, I was 14, I was 15, I just... Like, I was in a guy who was 20, 21. I was 17. You were... That's close. I had no, a job no, no. and I've, a car, and I, I was I out. hear that all the time. At 23, I could not date a 17-year-old. Oh, no. I couldn't date... Uh, no. No way. But no. for them, it was fine. At 25, I'm like, damn, you gotta That's their 21. emotional maturity is at... 25, I'm like, you gotta at least be 22, 23. I like older people. Like, that's the absolute minimum. I like you. Nigga, <laughs> thank you. They do. So, what's one of your favorite like gangster movies? Gangster movies? Yeah. Untouchables. Untouchables. Is number one. Like I mean, like hood flicks. Oh, hood flicks. Oh, I thought you like, meant. Don't uh, tell me. I'm like, mm, let's go like, down. None, none of that mafia. None of that mob shit. You said gangsters. I think gangsters. Excuse me. Fuck the ER. Gangster. Okay, hood movies. Like our favorite, or like a, just Ooh. a general. Movie. Just, a, just, a, just. What do you think's a good one? Uh, Shadows. Shadows. Shadows is good. Shadows is good. Um, Top tier. Paid in full, of course. Just, paid in full is easily yeah. the uh, number one. Belly. Fuck you and some. Oh. Belly's the greatest movie of all fucking time. Oof. It's the greatest music video. It's the thank yeah. you. Is it? Yeah. 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 It, it was. Just the, a, it was a long it, ass. Go to Chapter video. Select. It's just. It's just a movie. It, 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 it was directed by Hype Williams. He said, uh, "Yeah, this is just." A series of it's BT uncut. He's like, this is the this is all the videos I wanted to shoot, but I didn't have the budget to. Somebody slandered Nas's acting real quick. I'm not <laughs> Nas watching, is pure I'm trash. Not, I'm not watching a 90 minute Nas music video. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna happen. There's DMX. We was king. I'm not, I'm not, that doesn't make it better. That makes it worse. Yeah, but DMX has charisma on the screen. No, he does not. My absolute favorite <laughs> thing is when BT would censor DMX and it'll have uh, some random dude from the studio <laughs> do his voice. Hey, hey, man, forget you, bro. <laughs> Whoa there, brother. <laughs> oh, no. Pardon faces. me, ma'am? What the heck is going on? <laughs> yeah, no. Hey, man. But, uh, yeah, but Miss Society is, uh, is up there. Um, I know, of course, that's seen Boys in the Hood, right? Yeah. yeah. So I remember watching Boys in the Hood and being like, I had to be, it had to be like in third, fourth grade. I was... It was on TBS, so it was like the TV version of it. And I was just sitting there, like, enthralled with it. Like, oh, my God, this is the realest shit I've ever seen. Uh-huh. And then, like, two years later, I seen Minister Society. I was just like... This was even realer. Yeah. White boys in the hood. Who, uh, who directed Minister Society? It's the like, Hughes brothers. Yeah, they said, yeah. I, I, they did an the interview. It was like, yeah, y'all thought Boys in the Hood was hard? <laughs> We're going to make Boys in the Hood like some kindergarten shit. There is a whole goal to make a movie more out there than Boys in the Hood, which was like the standard at that time. If you take a look at it, if you look Mm -hmm. at Kane's story, from the start of it, Mm -hmm. it's him, 
with his family. He was like, his dad literally shoots the dude. He was like, that was the first time I ever seen my dad kill a man. But it wasn't the last. I'm like, damn, how many? <laughs> it's one thing to ice a nigga in front of your family like once. Like, oh, shit, man, yeah, yeah. I was living hot. But for that shit to happen multiple times, my nigga, like, you, you got your kid with you. Like, oh, this is bring my son to work, man. <laughs> you letting off rounds in the... Bruh, Sam Jackson was wildin'. Yeah, man. Shouts out to Sam Jackson. Yeah, man, he robbed the nigga and then made a the nigga buy him food. Bruh, Kane was a savage. But if you look at it, he there was multiple times where he was like, I should probably like pull away from this life. Yeah, he knew. He, but he had he knew no it was a better path. Yeah, he had. He tried to make better, but you know, there's no system. There, there was Lope Dog, uh, aka Lorenz Tate. He was in that movie. Yo, Lorenz that Tate was, was a fucking idiot. That like, was wild. Man. He was going around what? showing people like the tape. Bro, yeah. he was passing that like, shit out like he's a mixtape. He was like, yo, at the parties, he put my tape ass. in, nigga. Like, yo, look how shot the baby is. Like, it's the same shit yeah. niggas do now on Twitter. Oh, yeah, here's a yeah. crime. Let me go on Facebook Live and show myself doing yeah. committing this crime. You niggas can't fuck with me. And record it. Because no one's ever going to see this. People just feel invincible. It's though. live. It's yeah. death. It's crazy. Yeah. That was foreshadowing. Imagine putting yourself <laughs> committing a crime on the internet. Yeah, um, remember? On a VHS. They got copies of VHS. He was passing that shit. He was passing that shit. He like murdered crack. somebody, got away, and then started passing out his mixtape. You went and recorded it. You had somebody like... Re-record. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying, remember the Muslim dude that was in the movie, Sharif? Yeah, that's supposed to be Tupac. But then remember, Tupac had a beef with the Huge Brothers over that other movie he was in, and he ended up uh, stomping one of them out. But yeah, that they said they wrote that role for a Tupac. That's just that. What other movie did he? By the Huge Brothers. No, that he did that they didn't like, or what happened? No, it was a uh, Poetic Justice. Oh. Uh, I think they directed that one and. Tupac and them had beef by the end of the movie. Well, yeah, beef with Janet Jackson in that movie too. Janet Jackson seemed like she's very difficult to work with. Nah, she wanted Tupac to get an AIDS test just just because they was having a kissing scene. Damn, I mean, open source in the mouth. That that's the thing. So yeah, I, but it's also at the time we we didn't understand what AIDS was. So. Yeah, so I can. I mean, you are fucking people on a daily basis. But I mean, uh, back then too, the probably biggest stigma was Tupac probably was like she called me gay, things yeah. like that. You know, because there there were yeah, those rumors. Yeah. There's always rumors. There's literally always rumors. I mean, yeah, that's really demanding, but it also, like, I can't really fault her for that. But no, I can't. Do y'all know where, like, the Tupac gay rumors come from? No. Okay, so y'all, y'all know that uh, all this luxurious rapper shit? Like, luxurious all, rapper like, shit? Like, rappers wearing Gucci, Louis Vuitton, all that all that comes from Tupac. Because uh, Versace, he's a, uh, you know, for those who don't know, Versace was an openly gay man, and he thought Tupac was the most beautiful man he ever saw. So he was saying, so he was saying Tupac just literally just all this new shit, all he just sent him clothes and clothes and clothes, and Tupac was wearing them. So he was the first rapper wearing all that thousand dollar suits, all all that shit. Jay Z, Diddy, all them niggas wearing hoods like white man, white tees, bandanas, yeah. shit like that. Tupac was the first nigga wearing all that. shit. So he was like the first for the high fashions. What yeah. You so when, so when niggas knew Versace was gay. So like, damn, my nigga, and this. So you can tell me the greatest designer in the world at the point at this point in time. Oh, so obviously just sending, you must be fucking just sending you, you all these clothes for free, my nigga. Nah, yeah, nah, nigga, you gay. Sh- well, I understand that, but yeah, it's also kind of like if Versace <laughs> sent you something, would you not wear it? You know what I'm saying? At the well, time, you gonna? Yeah, I, I, I would I, wear I, it. So I'm it's kind of shit. <laughs> like, so, I'd be fresh to death. Yeah. I'm gonna sign on everybody. <laughs> I ain't going back and forth with you niggas. Living my best life. I ain't going back and forth, you niggas. Shout out to Lil Duval. I would be 
at the grocery store at Walmart, just decked <laughs> out, just shining, blinding the cashier. White pants. <laughs> I always think of Versace and white pants and gold. That's as what you, I think about. When as I think you of should. Yeah. yeah. When you said hood movies, I thought you meant like that's why I put Stump the Yard. I was like that shit. Stump the Yard. Every, every black child Who's that I know. Yes, that is a very hood movie. It's not a. It's a college movie. This is a hood it's college a, movie. Explain the first ten minutes of Stump the Yard. It's <laughs> not a hood movie. That's, that's, that's a black that, movie. Who is dying over a black, dance battle? Okay, that's yeah, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. No one is dying over a dance battle. They, he did. <laughs> Have you not seen it? They did die. <laughs> that's wild. I was watching I was like, this is stupid as hell. Someone Have you died. not seen You've, a fight. you've Got Served? It's a fight. Yeah, I, I used to love that movie as a child. You Got Served was one of the best Yo, listen, black movies. <laughs> you Got Served is literally one of the best movies of all time. I yeah. bo- let's be real. I mean, if, nigga, if I'm... If I'm in life-threatening situations over a dance crew, she can get real. I'm gonna reconsider my life. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta take a long look in the mirror and be like, damn, what the fuck am Nick, I on? Niggas trying to shoot me because I'm a better dancer. Come Man. on, dude. come on. The, well, be- the best part of you got to niggas is niggas. No Justin Timberlake and the other white guy who danced. They were like the two bad guys. Justin Timberlake was not in that movie. Justin Timberlake was not in that movie. Justin no. Timberlake wasn't you guys sir. No, no, he no. wasn't. Who, who was that? It Which was another one? white guy. Spikes and the other or, or sidekick. How dare you? <laughs> the one. His sidekick was on uh, Wild and Out. Saying they all look. I insane. just I'm gonna just tell you yes. from like a child like, from the his 90s. His name is like love Matt. His name is like Matt. Like <laughs> Justin Timberlake was just <laughs> not in that movie. Just Timberlake like, didn't even touch that like movie. A, he was like a famous choreographer in fucking Matt. <laughs> that was that was the two. Look, like, him was in that. That wasn't Justin Timberlake. That wasn't Justin Timberlake. Let me just tell you this. If they had Lil' Kim as a special guest for the judging of it, they did not have Justin Timberlake in that movie. No, that was the acting. dude from uh, Good Burger. Kill. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> he was white. The bad guy. <laughs> oh, no. Over at Mondo Burger? Yeah. I can even lie. Oh, I've wow, seen, yeah. I've seen oh, You yeah. Got Served so many times, I remember the commentary from the movie. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, I would watch the, com- the the one with the commentary on. Oh, yeah. Seen that so many times. Yeah. I did that with Roll Bounce, no lie. I used to listen to the commentary. I've probably seen Roll that a couple Bounce. times. That shit had me dying. Com- it was funny. With the commentary funny. on. With the commentary on. Yeah, listen to them talk. Yo, how you roll your eyes? Y'all niggas love dance movies. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, 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 in that Roll moment of time, what? in that moment of time, culturally, that's You Got Served yes. was like. That's the one with Bob. Like, oh, right? yes. Culturally, like You Got Served was like one of the Roll best. Bounce had a really good soundtrack. Robot it was like all seventies, like Earth Wind and Fire. It was good. It was like you a guys, nice, like it's like all the young, it's like all the young black people you want to see in one movie. Yeah, they had been good. She looked good. Where did Bow Wow's acting career go? I feel like he wasn't that bad of an actor. He wasn't. He, he wasn't that bad. I mean, this man gave us like Mike one. <laughs> yeah. How many like Mike songs? I remember I got that shit for Christmas. He was in Tokyo Drift. He was in Tokyo Drift, and he did good in that too. But they didn't use that one anymore, right? Bring his ass back at all. They didn't bring any of them back. They brought the one dude back in one of the Fast and Furious, the main guy. He was in the country like, one. Yeah, he was like two movies. They they brought him back ago. for like a scene. Yeah, the tie in. It's like Fast and Furious five or six. Yeah, the orders all messed up, but yeah, yeah. they brought him back. They brought him back for a scene. Like um, when they went after uh, wait, when they went after Jason Statham. Yeah, when Jason Statham came and he and you saw like oh damn Han could have lived but Jason but Jason Statham somehow was there to kill Han for real yeah. for real. It's like hey, oh the Asian guy. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. shouldn't have said that because yeah. of Han. Because yo, Han was the sense. goat. Well, yeah. apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was died, right? He's another old nigga hanging out with high schoolers. He was. That was really weird when you think about it. Yeah, they were yeah. hanging out
<laughs> Come on, son. Han had Either to be, way, Han had to be at least forty. I was like, he's a soft <laughs> bro. Han was putting them on though. He was like, bro, he knew he was gonna die. He was fucking high schoolers. Probably, yeah. Ew, it was ew. insinuated in Tokyo Drift. Ew. Those yeah. were high school chicks though. There was everybody in that movie went to the same high school, and then there was Han, the forty-year-old. Yes. Year. Have y'all so not? Have y'all never Japan, watched anime right? before? I'm about to say this is Japan. Is that right? not how it goes in anime? That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the I'm point. just saying. Is this, this an American movie? Is this the hill you want to die on? <laughs> They're trying to be accurate. Is this the hill you want to die on? I don't want to die on this hill. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just let it go. Just let it go, man. Just let it go. Oh, no. I know, I know you fuck with Han, but... This man, Han was hurting, dog. This man, Han that's was like, hurting. But that's like a trope in all white movies, too. Like, the white guy dates the young college or young high school student. Like, dates are confused. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's not that big, like, out of the... Like out of the box type of idea. Yeah, I'm, that is true. It's center of the times, like we're a lot yeah. more sensitive to those things now. Yeah, because it's disgusting. Yeah. I can't even. I can't even picture that. Like that's that's weird. Yeah, like speaking of sensitivity, y'all saw that uh, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy got, got fired. fired. Why that. did he get fired? Because he had a lot. Because he's tweets. a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He had a lot of tweets dating back. This had to be like in 2010, mm-hmm. making a lot of like pedophilia type jokes. That's how they were a bunch talk, of rape jokes. Too. A lot of it's a bunch of rape jokes. A bunch a of a lot of rape jokes. Yeah, a lot of touching little kid jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's like, not even like a like. I see where you could you could have been joking. It's more like, dude, what the fuck? This is too much. But understand, like, Twitter in 2010 is a completely different Twitter than what that it is That shit was now. Sodom and Gomorrah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> t- t- <laughs> I missed the old Twitter. It was the Twitter where you could retweet and change somebody's tweet. Yeah. No, make it, was, it, say whatever it was a Twitter you, you could say. be uh-huh. and act like a complete and total sociopath. Yeah. Like, you could do whatever the fuck you wanted and no repercussions. Yeah, I remember back in, back in those days, we would search, like, the saddest thing that you can, like, the saddest thing somebody could tweet and then, like, retweet nobody cares me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just like, yo. It was literally. Yo, but, like, yo, so, like, somebody family member died after the funeral. Nobody cares me. Like, being the complete troll. Being like a complete like, piece of shit. When you guys are making fun of Def Greg, that shit was wild. Yeah, Yo. like being like being absolutely like flagrantly like a terrible person. That that was your avenue to do so. That was like yeah, that was. We how just you did were that funny in person. Then. So what? We just did that in person. I just completely missed the whole Twitter. Like, I never got on Twitter. You're so lucky. I didn't. That's, yeah, yeah. That was, so that I missed yo, Twitter that. was that shit was a shootout. If you survive that, you can survive anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me a. I was the goal. You were going against the world. You tweet some shit, <laughs> and then the world will come at you. He's like, yo, it's me. It's a bit. It's me. It's a Twitter billion. jail was a thing. Twitter jail was a thing. Oh my god. Twitter jail. Yeah, if you tweeted too much, they'll throw they'll they'll lock your account. They'll lock your account. So you couldn't. Wow. So niggas have multiple accounts. Or they like, oh, wow. or they, or they get on their homeboy funny. account, like yo. They'll text somebody be like, yo, I'm in Twitter jail. <laughs> like yo, free my nigga Dre. Really? That's yeah, I funny. I think Dre's Twitter name was like Super Dre or some shit like that. I went through a shit ton of like really weird Twitter names. Yeah, Twitter, a lot of really good ones too. Twitter was like, like really Dre. really toxic though. Like I, yeah, like in Savannah, it was this whole thing where they was like exposing. So like every Friday night. Oh wow. If you if you were a which young, was the worst idea it ever. It was the horrible. Who the fuck came up with? If old? any of you are listening to this, delete. Just go back and delete all those old tweets. Cause you niggas are going down if you ever make it in life. <laughs> but like, no, like it was a thing called exposing. So like every Friday night, if you were a guy or a girl, well, guys started it and then girls started to retaliate. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, they have to. We know a nigga that got exposed. But if you're a girl and you such a nude out, it'll go on Twitter and oh. it'll get circulated all through Savannah. Oh. And then, like, then you had to go to school on Monday. Oh, wow. Like, damn. 
I mean, I think it everyone kind of had that same kind of thing, you know. Oh, no, but that's no, that's no, that's, that's, that's of, like MySpace had that same thing. Like for us, it was MySpace. Yeah, but that's that, that, that's MySpace. But like Twitter, because it can it spread so fast, that's considered uh, child pornography. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true. like um, it is. that's true. My girlfriend, she works at a middle school, and one of the kids, one of the girls, son, um. She took like a new and sent it to a boy, and then he went and he sent it to his homeboy who sent it to another homeboy. So then it ended up being like thirty boys who had that girl picture, and all of them were facing actual jail time. Yeah, for child pornography. For, for child pornography, even though they're all the same age, but still. She has a distributing child pornography, and they uh-huh. have it for receiving and then distributing. They were charts of girl. Yeah, yeah for, for distributing. Yeah, for sending them. Yeah, so yeah, so, yeah, so even. If, for example, That's so even why. if they were sending it and, they, and you got it, even if you didn't send it to anybody, somebody, your homeboy just sent it to you, you got it charged. Like. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So That's even if you're like, I didn't it's ask not this, caught you up just sent it like, to me. It's like laws aren't caught up with. with what's going on yeah. now. But yeah, but knowing that now, so that was going on like 2010, 2011 in high mm-hmm. school. So like, if niggas go back far. These are all these tweets are from that era of Twitter. So it's like, damn. Also, we're not saying go look for that shit. Either. No, 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 no. Go but, look for but it. But if you know you did some wild, flagrant shit like that, go back and just delete them shits, my nigga. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't that wild. Yeah, yeah I'm like, bro, no, I'm, I'm like, why the fuck are y'all doing this? Yeah, and then, You're just supposed to get the dude, receive it, cherish it, maybe show it to the friend standing they next had to you. They had a whole maybe. song. Maybe. Our homeboy Joe, and he dropped a, a mixtape called like, this whole right. album. They had a whole song dedicated just talking about how, and it was like glorified, like, yeah. It's like niggas be excited. Like Thursday come around, like, oh, yeah, Friday night coming up. Ooh, somebody, who gonna get exposed tonight? Who? And that actually would kill party culture in like Savannah. After that, no like, no, no one wanted to do anything. You go to a party, everyone just wanted to stand around. Because, like, damn, you ain't going to expose me. You ain't going to do this. You ain't going to do that. Well, and that, that killed a lot of a lot of cool shit that's going on in Savannah. That killed that. Cause debauchery? Because niggas, niggas wanted to be niggas. <laughs> yeah. It stopped the debauchery of the youth. It did. Because your shit is going to be it's, posted crazy. It was a plan by the well, government. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying to slow us down. Is that the other spoiler for Snowfall? <laughs> you guys are doing that part, too? <laughs> But uh, with that hey, being man. said, do y'all, do y'all think that's going to really affect Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. Was he the director for the first two? Yep. Yeah. Damn. I don't know. No, they legit wanted him to lay out the foundation for the that whole was cosmic. His, that was like his the franchise. the whole cosmic Everything, like, push. That was him. I don't know. Because I feel like sometimes new direction it can be a good thing. Yeah. And I didn't really, I thought Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was just kind of there, mm-hmm. to be honest. I really I liked that movie. The first one was hilarious. The first one was Great. Yeah. Second one, I was just like, eh, you just had that. It's more of a field trip. No, I feel you. The second one, it just improved on everything the first one did, but to me, it's essentially the same movie. Yeah. It just was just there. So maybe bringing in a third guy, a new guy for the third movie might actually be a really good thing. Yeah. You know, um, hopefully. Thor Ragnarok, that and Guardians of the Galaxy 2 are, are they're in the same vein to me. So, okay. like, okay. So yeah. You, yeah. So you, you can find. Man 2 yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I saw it. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm saying if you can find someone like that, you can find someone who can still make that same type of movie, uh, the same. Story Ragnarok is really Yeah, funny. how funny Guardians of the Galaxy is. You can find another director who can catch that same essence. It's the same mm-hmm. in the comedy now, so just like everybody does those type of things. Yeah, so I don't mm-hmm. think it'd be, be yeah, necessarily he'd be, he'd be hard to replace. There's always like a bubble of a certain type of comedy that's popular. It's like yeah. scary movie. They have like two. Like I mean, the they could either bring in the director for Thor Ragnarok, because that movie was hilarious and most of it was improv. Mm-hmm. Or they could bring in I'll the director. For yeah. Ant Man Two and that movie, honestly, that was funnier than Deadpool to me. That that shit, I was dying. Deadpool wasn't all that. Deadpool Two was not all that. No. Ant Man was funny. First one was funny. Like legitimately, and like there were kids in the theater, and I was surprised. I was laughing this hard. Like it's a it's quality comedy. 
I think I'm gonna actually go see that. I'm not gonna spend money to go see it. Yeah, that's next on watch my list. It on, like, Play It'll keep you entertained. Yeah. So I went and spent money to see Sorry to Bother You, so can we talk about it? So speaking of things on my list. <laughs> Alright, Z, Z, Z. If, you, if you're gonna see this movie, just step outside the room. Everything we say is gonna spoil the movie. Oh yeah, well, yeah there's yeah, no way we can. Right. 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 Okay, okay, listen. Right. You have like so we'll we'll yeah. discuss the first half, and then step out of the room. Yeah, it's it's two different movies. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> it's two completely it's, different movies. It right. is. It took a left turn real fast. I heard I've heard very mixed reviews on like whatever the twist is supposed to be. Oh, was it a known so, thing that a, it was gonna be a hard, twist? In it's the a hard left. It's a hard. It's just a hard left. I heard like very mixed things. Um, it, what I will say, like, the the movie's really good, and then the last 20 minutes, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? It's like, well, the director is Boots Collins, who's, for those who don't who's a rapper. So it's, like, really cool, because he has a lot of good shots, the, there's a lot of good, uh, imagery, um, the sim, the similes, similarities he uses between, like, the movie and the real world. There's so much of that going on, and you're like, yo, this is, like, it's on a whole nother level with shit. Yeah. And then, like, the last 20 minutes, you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, the whole time you're watching the movie, you're like, oh, my God, this is the movie of the year. Yeah, you're just like, like this yeah, shit is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just like, no. You just yeah. get still, yeah. No. You just get slapped in the face. <laughs> just get slapped you in the like, face. no, but still, yeah. <laughs> It's like they it, it went hard left, but they kept the same pace the whole time. Like yeah. it's normal. It's just like, yeah. Wait, what the fuck? That kind, that yeah. So that, okay, yeah. The first half of the movie, it's about Cassius. You know, typical broke dude. You know, just he's living with his girlfriend. Yeah, like he's in his uncle's Darius from in his uncle's garage. You know, hustling, mm-hmm. living life, and he gets a job at a uh, call center. So he's a telemarketer. And. and you know, yeah. Basically, you tell him like, "Yo, use your white voice." It was Danny Glover. Like that's what got me because I mean I forgot the, the fact that Danny mm-hmm. they yeah. actually got Danny Glover from whatever box he was hiding. <laughs> just like bring him out, dust the cobwebs out, and he was actually really funny. I was like, okay, done. Like I mean, like you're a professional actor, so I'm not like taken away from like the years and years of like acting experience. But I was just like, whoa. Like the all the actors in this movie, while. solid. The writing, yeah, so solid. Man, okay. I had some problems with this movie. Just saying. Like, the watching first it. Half? Just, like, in general, like, the, okay, so, like, there's, like, this trope, right, of the manic pixie dream girl. Have you guys heard of that trope? Mm-mm. No. So, Break it down. the girl who is his girlfriend, like, the whole idea of this trope is the fact that you'll have a secondary character, like a girlfriend or someone, always female, who the only reason that this character is here is to just make the protagonist, which is usually a man, you know, move forward in his life, you know, to help build him as a character. They really don't have any depth. And, like, that's kind of, like, the idea of what I kind of got from the girlfriend. Like, she's this artsy, whimsical type of person, you know. You can stick her in, like, the poor his life or the rich part of his life, and she'll be the same throughout and all of that. And it was just, like, she really didn't have anything about her that was worth it. She didn't even have to be in the movie. If you took her character out of the movie, you really wasn't missing anything. That's crazy, because... I've heard that people look at uh, Tessa Thompson's character as being the hero, the actual hero of the movie. Really? Yeah, and that without her, none of, nothing happens. She, she's the one reason that the plot progresses. I, that's before I saw the movie. Yeah. But that's, that's, 
What you I saying? didn't see that review. No, I didn't. It's not a review. It's like that was the theory I saw about the Tessa Thompson's character. So you saying yeah. that? Me thinking back on the movie, I can see that. But when I went into the movie, I yeah. went in with that. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. So I can, I can see both. But yeah. that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because it was just like watching it. Mm-hmm. I was kind of disappointed because as a person, I like her. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like in this role, I like how she was like this alternative person. You know, her earrings kept changing, you know, like it was, yeah, was they cool. gave her a lot of personality and I like that. But then it was just kind of like, okay, she's not really talking about anything. They're not really explaining her artwork in depth. Like you're showing these things because they're, you know, alternative, like, you know, there's pig's blood or whatever type of blood in these balloons. You're throwing them at like all of this random ass shit that goes with like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyways, and like Stop. these outfits and all this stuff. And it's just like. You're doing it to make her seem edgy. You're doing it, but you're not really giving her any depth. You're not showing me why this is important to her. And for me, that was just kind of like, eh. See, I looked at it. It was kind of whatever. I looked at it, and I thought she played a role of a, what's the boy, homeboy? I don't call him Darius so bad. Or Keith. Uh, Cla- uh, Cassius. Cassius. There you go. Cassius, yeah. I thought she played the role of his conscience. And that's also kind of another thing with yeah, the so, whole trope yeah, because going, it's going, like yeah, you're like she plays she plays his conscious and then like at the point of where you know they're not seeing eye to eye. Cassius goes. That's when everything fucked up starts happening to Cassius because he loses his conscience. And then like the and then I saw the movie as him like a, as a fight for him to trying to get his conscience back or knowing like. Because, like, he gets to the point where he's like, yeah, I see a lot of this sh- fucked up shit going on, mm. but I'm going to roll with it. And he, when he starts to roll with it is when he loses his conscience. And then once he gains his conscience back, that's where she, you know, they get back on somewhat good terms. And then, you know, the, the movie thing goes on to progress. But it's like, why do you have to, and I agree with you. And I think that's, like, a really interesting way of thinking about it because I didn't think about it in that way. And it's like, if it is that way in the way of, like, you're using her as a character, as, like, this outer... You're putting too much pressure on, like, the woman to be this conscious person for him. Like, she obviously doesn't have a place to stay. She doesn't have, you know, all of these things. She's staying with him in his uncle's garage. You know what I'm saying? And then, so it's not like she... So, who is she to be his conscious, is what I'm saying. Like, she's doing, like... For her to be staying with him there and then to have this yeah. art studio space, it was just like all of this. Just I mean, but it's, if you think he, I know it, it's movie magic, but it's just like you can't try to have these deep thoughts and then skip on these big plot holes. But yeah, there the were there were a lot of like there were a lot of there, there were a lot of holes. Before I they leave didn't the, even really get into like his stuff either. Before I leave the room, what would you guys say? Would say it's good or bad? It's good. It's still yeah, yeah, still, like, it's still a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't put it up there as like when it like when you usually go to the movies to see a feature film. It's more like a really, really, really good indie film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's oh. just a really good indie Using film. Using your That's rating system, I think you would give it like an 8.5. We'll see. I'm going to leave the room because I feel like you guys are still spoiling a lot of it. For I'm me. sorry. And I'm going to just let me know if you guys are ready. Goodbye. Wilson, Wilson word. Cool. I'm going to find my switch. <laughs> Hashtag humble bread. <laughs> so yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what the mm, fuck? Bro? That movie was. That movie like... slaps you in the face with a huge horse cock. Okay, so horse it's <laughs> spoiler alert. If you have not seen the movie, spoiler alert. In the it's next thirty seconds, you're about Hold to get on, some me, spoilers. Because like the fact of the matter. Okay, so just I'm just gonna go back one real quick thing. 
so the Asian guy was the only person who was realistic His name was throughout the whole. Yeah, Squeeze. He was like Squeeze. the only realistic person. And the simple fact that the yeah. jail, prison, that looks like a fucking prison, and they just decorated from like, I don't know where they like, got this drapery. So if you think about it, that whole parallel, it goes back to like the Amazon workers. I mm-hmm. know plenty of people were like, yeah, we will, we will be at work. We're getting paid less than minimum wage. We yeah, don't have that, any bathroom breaks. You know, they yeah. say you can't take it back. You have to keep up a certain amount of production. So your production can't fall below like packaging like 100 things mm-hmm. per hour. So for you to stop and take a bathroom break means your production falls. Your production falls below 100. You can be, you're therefore can be fired. Yeah, it's a lot of people wear like the pins or like they have like some like a little like, like a shit bag and all the shit they just do just so that they can keep their production up. Well, and they also work in buildings and warehouses that don't have AC and things like that. So yeah, Amazon's a fucked up company. Like I see the parallel where you're saying like those type of jobs mimic prison, but it was just right. like, but they weren't trying to say a job was mimicking prison. They were talking about prison. Like it's, it was, yeah. it was, and it was, no, it's, it's, it was just, it's, it's on multiple levels. It was, yeah, it was really, it was funny because it was like it's extremely believable. But it's like, I mean, it's it's unrealistic is what I mean. It's so unrealistic exactly. that you it's know a, it's it, fake. It is a sci-fi movie. Yeah, yeah so it's like, did an interview I like how they wrapped it into, like, this kind of thing of, like, this is unrealistic, but let's put some things that you do every day to right. make you feel that exactly. you can live this life. But then it was just like, sometimes I feel you don't, like, you don't have to just kind of throw ideas in people's faces sometimes that the, and maybe I'm giving the, you know, people, the population, a little bit more credit, but that they can kind of get it already and that maybe you can make it a little bit more subliminal that, like, I can have a conversation about it and think about it because I feel like what, some of the things that they put in that movie were just, like, in your face. Like, I get what you're trying to tell me. Can you find another way of explaining or find another topic? Because it's, like, the white voice and all that type of stuff made you feel like when you first came to the movie theater that the movie was going to be something totally different. And it was like, okay, I was hoping that maybe they would just touch a little bit on those topics and talk about something else that I haven't heard before. But then they didn't. And then they went a whole nother direction, which I appreciated because I didn't expect it, but it didn't. I didn't need it. It could have been something something else that made me, I guess, talk about it. But I guess they got yeah. you know, yeah. the point across. You know, we're talking they got about the point it. across. So we're yeah. talking about why did I 100% agree with everything that you just said. That's how I felt about the first the first half of the movie. It was just like so in your face about it. It was just like, like, like you said, it's like... You're not saying anything new, so. Yeah. But it was still, it was still good. Beat you over the head with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought it beat you over the head with it. Yeah. Yeah. Re- I feel like they really did. I didn't think. It, it, was, it, was, a little, it was. I've seen this narrative so many seasoned. times. It was a little yeah. bit too seasoned for it. Well, when I looked at it, I didn't think it beat you over there. I think it was like, yeah, here, like, obviously you can look at this and think, like, Madrid said, like, this is like an uh, allusion to, like, working for Amazon or like a Walmart or some big corporation or you can look at it and be like oh this is prison this is prison I, I looked at it the whole time like oh it's up to your decision how you how you choose to think about it because if you go with the prison aspect you know a lot of it is like if you think about it that is how like prisons are like you get a free bed they give you they give you a job you get no three, worries you get it was three. like worry free I, didn't, I, didn't think, I, didn't think, free. I did not think prison I, I immediately got slavery Immediately, I thought about. Mm. I mean, yeah, there's it's, that it's, too. It's, 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 but if you look at all the parallels, like, without without the parallel, directly it to was like slavery, you're, you're, you're directly straight up. This is shit. Like, y'all look yourself, at yourself into slavery, but I'm thinking about college. But, like, worry like, free, worry, but it's worry yeah. free. Exactly. But, but this is selective slavery. That's the best thing about it. They're saying it's selective slavery versus like 
in our real day where it's like you, exactly because right, it's all like majority saying but college all of this is a choice like if you look at college like a debt system and how you go to college you're getting all these hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt that you're probably never going to pay back mm-hmm. now you're in this system you're shackled you, yeah you're in this and now you're you chose to do this no one forced you to go to college but she said well i have to do this for like um with terry cruz's character it's like he's thinking about doing this for to save his job you know mm-hmm. the, to save his house the you know it's like oh this is my way out you know it's not it doesn't sound too bad I the same way like his character yeah i, I did too so the same way yeah. you look at college like well if i go to college i can get a good job this mm-hmm. time the third and then like okay cool i did this and now i have to pay back all this money that i'm probably never going to pay back in my lifetime because i have all these other expenses true so when y'all say like cost of living yeah when y'all say the it's deodorant like, expense that's what i call it because <laughs> you need the like you know you need deodorant toilet paper so you have to always buy something. Yeah. yeah, so when I say, like, it beats you over the head, it does in the sense, like, yeah, it puts the idea out there, but it's still vague enough that you can make that idea whatever you choose to make it, and that's what I like Exactly, about it. so it's attacking in waves. Well, yeah. it's like the Thus black experience. Being. Everyone has their own black experience, but it's the collective. Exactly. So, so like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I, I looked at it as, like, okay, cool, this is, I, I think you're looking at it as, like, oh, I'm not assuming, but it's, like, you're looking at it as, um, this is what the director is trying to say, and I think the director made it vague enough. Like, no, this is this whole thing is is what you want it to be. You can make it fit whatever construct you are trying to make it. And I think that is because he is a, a, a rapper. I know a lot of rappers. I remember Isaiah Rashad doing an interview. He was like, "Yeah, I'm not really. I don't really like explaining my albums. I try to make this album as vague as I possibly can." So that when you listen to it, you can get whatever you need to get out of it. I know what it means to me, but I made it in a way so that you can get with whatever you want to get out of it. And I think that's what he was trying to do with that. I think, but that's um, just me. I give rappers a lot of credit. No, I, I agree. No, I think that's I cool. I respect it. Yeah. People sometimes, I feel like, with artists, it whenever you are receiving any type of like artwork or whatever you know you want to call it, and when I say artwork, I mean like music, whatever, you know. It's a form of art. So it's like when you're receiving it, you should be already doing that. I don't know. I, it is just per, this is just personal. So I feel like I don't need you to take away what your thought process is. I need that. That's going to help me figure out what my thought process is about your artwork. That's just how I am. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like when movies come out and I feel like you're. this is what you're trying to tell me in your movie, right? Like, obviously, a movie is a story tell, so you're t- telling me something. So it's like, if you're going to tell me... Ex- don't be vague. Yeah, don't Say be... Say what's your chest. Like, if you're... No, it's like, not even don't be vague. It's like, sometimes be vague, because sometimes I feel like you're throwing it in my face. With this particular movie, that's why I was like, I feel like it was just thrown in your face. This a is bad, this cop. is good. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very big. Hey, hey. And, and, and... And? You get a horse cock. <laughs> that... You can be the horse Martin Luther King. Five oh, years. that, that, that shit. Five years is like five years, $100 million. That, when he said that shit, I was just like, get the fuck out. Brett, you could be the horse Martin Luther King for us. I was like, what nigga? We're not just we talking about like the ethics control. here of you completely just slicing human being DNA with other shit. Yo, man, I'm fucking hurting here, man. Give <laughs> <laughs> me some fucking help. Fucking no, Was he from dog. New York? I was <laughs> like... Then we didn't get this nigga from where he get him from. That whole horse had an accident. <laughs> yeah, but the the wild part was even after um Cassius exposes them, their stock went up. They, and they he even, got revered as a genius. Yeah, yeah. they even explained the movie was like, yeah, um when you see when you see a fucked up things happen 
and you don't think there's anything you can do about it, you just accept it. It's like, okay, well, there's nothing I can do about it, and you just move on. Even though it's outrageous as it yeah, is. Yeah, I thought that, yeah, even though it's outrageous. Like, when you see, like, America in and of itself does a lot of fucked up shit to other countries, mm-hmm. and you know, like, damn, ain't shit I can do about it, so it's, it is what it is. I'm just ain't somebody to, else getting paid for it. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's a terrible thing, but, like, yo, somebody get money from this. It's yeah. so nor- It's become so normalized. I thought that was a really good aspect. It's like It was, like, literally one scene. Well, maybe two, three scenes. Like, they hit on that, and then just moved away from it. I was like, I thought that was a really good part. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what you're saying. I want more of this in this movie. And I guess that's that was the subtle thing. Mm-hmm. Just that. I want, yeah. There was, like, one part where the two caches and, like, the other black guy. I think he's from SNL. I don't know. Uh, his his homie, I forget his name. Yeah, so, like, they had, like... Okay, so I've been watching a lot of Boondocks, right? Yeah. So when I was getting... Y'all don't know, but I got braids. So when I was getting them, I was watching a lot of Boondocks <laughs> while I was getting these braids done. And, like, that there's energy. the episode of the nigga moment. And, like, that's what, what that reminded me of when they, yeah. like, kind of went it, against each other. That was so funny. Was was so funny. Yeah, but it was, like, the upscale. I feel like this is the millennial version of what a nigga moment is. Like, I'm going to out nice your so ass. That so fucking funny. Drinks on me. Drinks on me. So you thought that, right? So I thought of it like this. You know when you, uh, you go out and you see your homeboy you ain't seen nobody like, hey, man, what's up, man? You know not much, man, trying to get it like you. Like, nah. I'm, I'm out here trying to be like yeah. you, man. Like, nah, man, look at you. You got a, you got a fly kick. Like, you, nah, you know, bro, you, you, got, you got them all, bro. Yeah, and, all. It, and it becomes this competition of who's like, no, nigga, I'm going to compliment you more yeah. than you going to compliment me. And it, that's, what I, that's what I got from that. Like, oh, man. Even though I knew it was like it was tension and they're mm. using it for that way, it was like when I thought of it, it was like, oh man, this is like an interesting take on that aspect. Of like when I go out, and I see my homeboy, and I'm like, oh, what's up, my nigga? And we yeah. just like going just back and forth. Yeah, and then everybody look at everybody else's face. They was confused. Yeah, they were yeah. very they're confused. Like, Yo, like, what the, what's I, going on? Very I, Danny Glover thing. was like, yeah, these, yeah. these he these had to come in. He was like, yeah, now y'all about to make. <laughs> yeah, bite, we don't so. need this right now. Like, Danny Glover was like the oldest of the old. God, he's so old. Like a crow. Shouts out to you, shouts out to you, Danny Glover. You still out there pushing? <laughs> yeah. I was so happy for him. What he is? Yeah, I, <laughs> o- overall, I think the movie does have like a it had like a ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes when it came out. I can't believe that. Yeah, which is like a really good rating, but um, it's not really getting the push that you would think a movie that has that good of a rating on Rotten Tomatoes would get, or like. For how good the movie is, even though I don't think it's a perfect movie, and there are plot holes and things. I mean, if we were to sit there and review the movie, with, like to critique the movie, then yeah, we could, there's a lot of little things like, I would yeah, change. But like, it's still, it's still re- better. Than to be honest, it's be, it's still better than a bad going to the movie and see a bad movie. Yeah, it's just better. Go better to the movie, movie to see this movie. Go see this movie. But, oh yeah. But uh, y'all remember the whole uh, Lakeith Sanfield controversy that came out? Who? Oh. The get like where he was talking shit. No, like, he, he has some raps or something. Yeah, he's a he fancies himself a rapper, a rapper. Even I think he has a song with Brockhampton. Fancy himself, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, he has a song like with Brockhampton, uh, and he has like this whole uh, rap. Right. So he he considers himself a rapper. So if you go on like his Instagram page, <clears throat> he raps from different uh, characters. He has all these different characters, and he raps from their points of view. And he said before, like yeah, sometimes I agree with these characters' views. Sometimes I don't agree with these character views. So right before the movie comes out, he chooses the rap. Oh my bad. He chooses the rap from a perspective of uh, someone who doesn't like gay people or who doesn't uh, agree with gay people. But he, when, when he rapped it, it was no context because he's not so big of a star. Everyone understands the whole concept of these characters and things. I didn't even know this. This was him clearing it up and saying, "No, nah, no, nah, this is just a character." And then going back and looking, it's like, oh, okay, no, this isn't just some shit he put out of his ass. He actually did say this before 
this before anyone knew who the fuck he was. You feel me? But he did that big controversy, and now I think people are like really like, eh. Like if there's one, if there's one group of people you don't really fuck with in America, right? At this point in time, it's probably the gay community or the LGBTQ, because they got the power. There's behind. like 16 letters now. I think it's like yeah. LGBTQWXYZ. Like all the niggas, just say everybody. Just throw all the gang signs up. Like they just here. Like just let them be gay. I don't know. But yeah, so I think that's because of that, and he is the the lead character. Because I think it's not getting that that push. Like, even to this day, like, Boots Collins, Tessa Thompson, like, he, they're all making, like, tweets and, like, come on, like, we need this push. Like, go to the box office to see it. So, you know, I think the movie's really good. It's not doing the numbers. It's not, do, it's not, it's not Get Out. Did it, like, it's premiere not, anywhere? Like Yeah, it premiered in Atlanta. No, 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 no. Like, at, like, any independent, like, Sundance or, like. Yeah, I think, I think it went down the Cause this, well, cause it's like you remember how Get Out premiered, and that's why I got so popular before it even came to theaters because it was oh, yeah. so popular. No, 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 there it, like it was getting, it users. was getting that, it was getting that, like that push it, from them. From the I don't know if it won the way Get Out won at those things, but mm-hmm. it is an independently made and produced movie that was just bought by a bigger movie house to be distri- for distribution. But Get Out was made for like maybe three million dollars and ended up making like thirty. That's a really good. Yes. Uh, that's they made really some good money investment. back. They made some money yeah, back. Yeah, so, sorry to bother you. It, what, I, I don't know, those whole fucking horse cocks, man. I don't know how much money they spent on those. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> the, the CGI wasn't absolutely terrible. Like, it was pretty... It was pretty yeah. good for what, it, it, pretty, for what it was. Yeah, for independent film, it's pretty. it was pretty, like... Yeah, so I don't know how much money... was. Like, the whole budget could have been spent just on that shit. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because yeah. it was only shot only so many places. No, they like, shot. Yeah, they shot the movie in Oakland. They said they really try to get the vibe of Oakland. Uh, Boots Collins is from Oakland. I think it's Boots Riley. Boots Riley. Yeah, I said keep, keep saying Boots. Did so you want to say Bootsy Collins? Yeah, because I, I said Boots it earlier. Yeah. I've been waiting to say that. I just noticed that he was doing it. And, we, and then mm-hmm. we talking about funk music earlier. Yeah, like, he's he's on the brand. But Boots Riley. Yeah. So correction, he's, Boots Riley. Boots Riley. Yeah, I'm sorry, but like um, Bootsy Collins is also awesome. Check him out. Yeah, but Boots Riley, he's from Oakland. So like they, they shot the movie in Oakland. They try to really get that. They try to give the movie a Oakland vibe. Yeah, Cali vibe. Low riders, gunshots. Yeah. Robin. Oh, so even um the football team is like yeah look at them they just play it's a high school football that was they actually still just funny. Play, they still just play football like that's it makes them happy that's what they want to do it's it's a lot of little things that they really touch on in this movie that it's like okay I wish they could have expounded upon more but that's also a trope as well because it's like think of how many high school like sports movies where this is all that they have you know they don't have anything else because the town they live in is shit and their parents are shit their lives are shit so they only have football so they, that's all they do this is this is the one shiny moment of their whole lives that they're gonna have but and after this it's straight trash true, yeah. well I mean but that's it's still a trope though it's like they use that in a lot of different movies and it was like when they showed the football team I was just <laughs> because like because it's oh, a big market but I feel like there's other stories to be showed. That's yeah. all I'm saying. But I understand no, the point true. of having them in there, but it was just like... I'm all for new stories. I'm all, yeah, I just want new stories. It's like, I'm all here for, like, slavery movies. I'm a style as the shit, nah, but, I like... I never want to see another slavery movie again. Yeah, I don't watch slave movies. Yeah, you don't old... Like, not new ones, but you don't mm. watch the old ones. Nope. Nah. Honestly, I don't even like Django There's more stories to tell. You like Ginger. Django. Django on Chain. Django's the one. That was a that was a hard watch. There was some parts in there that was kind of hard to watch. Not even that, because the movie's about a white man. But you know, yeah. it's cool. Like Jamie Foxx is this. 
Jamie Foxx was saved by a white man. The white man teaches Jamie Foxx how to shoot and fight. And how to say, he's the whole reason he can get his wife back. The white man dies, and Jamie Foxx then becomes the lead character. But he's learned. He's all. Oh, this is everything a white man taught me how to do. Which is like, okay, it's a slave movie about. It's the movie's picture as like this is Jamie Foxx doing this whole thing as a slave going around killing the, all these fucking white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it all comes from. It's it's the same thing as like. It's I a think white, about it's it a white, It's a white. City. It's the movie about, about a white. Like a cowboy Jesus. movie. Yeah, the movie's a, it's a white that Django Unchained is a white savior trope movie. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, th- here's this white man going and reaching and grabbing this un this you know this this poor black man and teaching him all these it's things. Not poor, he's a slave. I'm saying just I, I, everything. I, I'm right talking about like the I mean, trope, the trope, of the, the, that, that trope though. It's, it's that worry free. But yeah, but it's no, that worry but free. removing that, Django Unchained is a great movie. I'm not saying that it is a really good movie, but like looking at the movie is like it's not what it's not what niggas think it is. But that's just me. And I also went to Howard, so, you know. Take that how you will. Take that how... Ooh. He said he went to Howard. Y'all. He over here just shouting out names, schools, brands. I'm here for it. Okay, and so that was episode five of Three Piece Set. Uh, Thank y'all for coming out and supporting us. Make sure y'all like, subscribe. Subscribe? (laughs) You know, I'm thinking about crabs, but whatever. Uh... (laughs) Retweet us, you know, to show that support. Follow us. Three uh, P Set Pod on Twitter. Yeah, you can follow me at Speedwagon X on Twitter. Zone. You can follow me at underscore Speargun on Twitter. dot com. Ash, uh, Ash underscore the underscore Stampede. Shout out to you. Chassis. Yeah, I still don't have a, like a page I want anybody to see.